Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Andrew. And we are excited to share with you our new podcast, The Daily Well, where we will be talking all things health from a holistic point of view through a Christian worldview. Today, we're going to jump right into it, talking about movement. Andrew's going to kick us off. <laughs> yeah. So when, when Kate and I were deciding kind of what, what topics uh, is maybe the most important or maybe the most maybe pivotal when talking about living well, when wellness is brought up, usually the two things are diet and exercise. And honestly, both of those are probably equally as important to me. Um, you're you're going to look at any any type of health practitioner who's going to try to make a, a a change without using medicine or surgical intervention is going to say you can change a lot of things with what you put into your body through your diet and how you move your body through exercise. Movement just happens to be something that I'm particularly a little more passionate about. My wife is very passionate as well as chiropractors. If you haven't listened to our our first podcast introducing. Uh, who we are and what we're about and what, what our backgrounds are. You should. Pretty good. I'd also like to add that Andrew was a personal trainer for several years and did a really good job of learning the functional movement screening tests and how to apply that to specific lifts that relate to um, kind of lifestyle movements. Um, well, and F- FMS, functional movement screening, is it's a, it's a system of movement and how to track and how to properly look at and observe movement. But the um, the lifting techniques we were looking at were, were Olympic lifting, and so when you're when you're loading, doing heavy loads, you have to have proper technique, and if you don't have it, it, it you can hurt yourself. And so, uh, as a chiropractor, one of the things that we we would always talk about is just you know you have to we would do a movement screening in our own office, and so trying to give you guys an, an, a bird's eye view of what movement is, why it's so important. And ultimately what you want to know, what should you take away and what should you be doing moving forward? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So again, movement, it, it's your body. Let's just say this. We believe that God designed your body to move well. We There are uh, scientifically based normal ranges of motion that are that should be happening. And if you have those, your body has access to pivoting, to extension, to rotation, to all these things. My wife's yawning just hearing me talk about this. I know it's not the most, <laughs> you know, it's not the sexiest of topics, but for me, I'm, I always consider myself a bio, a biomechanical engineer. I, I love looking at how the body moves. You know, the way the body can move is it's beautiful. And so even right now we're, we're watching, we have, we have a 15 month old daughter right now and she just, you know, learned to walk a few months ago and watching her develop going from crawling from, from laying where she does nothing to rolling, to crawling, to standing, to walking. It's just so cool to see how our body adapts to movement. And that's the thing. There's a there's a an incredible amount of, of learning that happens in those first couple of months when you're when you're when you're mobile. But man, when when my when my daughter does a squat, she does like the perfect squat. It's really beautiful to watch. Her spine is neutral. Her 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 hips are hinged. She she doesn't have a ton of tucking of her gut. She had just it just it's it's amazing. So. And even watching our toddler, you see all the different avenues of fitness or movement styles coming together, right? You're watching her walk and run around the house, getting her steps in, her cardio in. We have this little triangle that she can climb. She's really big into climbing, onto stairs, onto pillows, onto pretty much anything. Whenever she's picking up something, she's doing a full deep squat. So she's getting a lot of strength training in through that. Um, She's very flexible. If you watch her try to put her leg up on the couch, you know, (laughs) she's getting that mobility in. And so she's intuitively reaching all of these different styles of fitness goals, even at the tender age of 15 months. And that's, that's the point is that I think 
you hit the nail on the head. There's there's this intuitive movement that your body craves. And, uh, you know, I'm not here to tell everybody they need to be a power lifter or to go be a gymnast like my wife was and, and to start doing the splits. The, the thing that I, the phrase I keep coming back to is there's no cookie cutter approach to wellness. And that's the, I think that's the big thing I want to get across in this is that movement there are some movements that are universal to everybody, right? You should you should all be able to be able to stand up, to sit up from a seated position. Uh, it's a functional squat, right? Again, you can look at that movement. You should be able to walk. You should be able to walk without pain. You should be able to do things. And so wherever you're at in your fitness journey or your health journey or your wellness journey, if you're somebody who says, hey, I want to be able to run a half marathon, but you're not even walking five minutes a day right now, be realistic about how you set those goals. There's a lot of different ways you can move your body. And so I think I'm going to have my wife share maybe some of her right now, you know, where, where she's at. What are some of her favorite ways to move herself? I'll share it from me from what I like. And it's all based on your goals. So again, if you if you don't want to be a power lifter, then you don't have to be a power lifter. You don't have to do power lifts, but you should still meet some resistance and have your body strengthen itself against resistance. Holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. This is the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. There are elements that need to be there in everybody's life to be considered fully physically healthy in the movement category, but how you go about getting those um, meeting those goals is totally different and unique, and I think that's um, really where you get into what do you enjoy doing, how what does your lifestyle allow for? You just hit a huge note. What do you enjoy doing? If you hate doing something, then don't do it. That, that's that's a good. Thing. <laughs> so true, like, though. Like I said earlier in the po- the first podcast, I mentioned that I like sports. I like chasing something or 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 catching something or running around and trying to kick a goal or or hit a ball. For me, that's I enjoy that. So I like getting active in those ways. My wife, she was a gymnast. She likes. Regimented training. <laughs> she does. And it's important for you to find sustained um, wellness. As It should be a goal for all of you to be sustainably well and to live well and to continue to do that on a daily basis. Find something that you're passionate about and that you enjoy doing. And if you don't like it, then don't do it. I used to totally be a gym rat too. And I'd look at all these, you know, fit moms that were like, oh, I just do lunges while my daughter's sleeping or like <laughs> up the stairs. I'm like, you can't possibly do those little bits of fitness and look that good or be that healthy or that be enough movement for you. And man, if you're a mom of a small child, A, that's about all you have time for. Um, But I no longer actually even get to go to the gym. Our lifestyle right now is I do pretty much all home workouts. And five years ago, I would have thought there's no way you can get a good, effective workout and be healthy only at home. And I think it's motherhood brings such an awesome perspective to true health and wellness because you really get rid of the fluff, lay it out to bare bones. And for me right now, I tend to do my workouts while she's napping, and I've been enjoying a lot of YouTube video workouts. They're free. I do mine mostly with dumbbells or like resistance bands, so I don't use a lot of equipment, but that's still enough to do a lot of resistance training and get a really good sweat in. But I mix up my styles of, we'll call it strength training. It doesn't all have to be super heavy weights. As Andrew has said, I like a mix of bar, Pilates. Um, and if you're not into knowing what those are, bar and Pilates are very low impact, low weight, high rep style movements. And I'll often pair that with maybe something that's a little bit heavier strength. I personally rarely go above 10 or 15 pounds. Um, but kind of getting in more of those, we'll call them like bulk movements, um, kind of like your your squats, your bench presses, your overhead presses, bicep curls, those types of movements. And I do that probably three, maybe four times a week. And then I end every workout that I do in the gym like that, my home gym, we'll say I don't actually go to the gym anymore, with a really good stretching session. 
Yeah, and that, that's a good point I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna make. There is a formula that I gave a lot of my athletes when I was coaching and when I w- and people that I athletes and that we saw in our practice. If you're gonna be somebody who's like, hey, I'm gonna go to the gym or I'm gonna go to my home gym or I'm gonna go for a run what should I do? Should I stretch beforehand? Should I stretch mm-hmm. afterwards? And this is a, a again, point. this is a conversation you can have with a lot of different people and you're going to, you might hear a few different things. And, and honestly, my biggest faux pas with like stretching is when you do it, mm-hmm. right? Because some people go, oh, I, I need to stretch and, and get loosened up first. No, you shouldn't. Dynamic stretching. Dynamic stretching. So di- so basically, this this is, this is a, a really simple routine that you can implement right now to give yourself better results and to, to give yourself better movement patterns. We talked about patterns, right? How your body moves. If you're going to be doing something, if you're going to be lifting or, or working on a certain part of your body, you should warm those muscles up, yes. But you don't warm things up by cold stretching, just going to a stretcher off the bat. That's, that's, that's one of the worst things you can do for your, for, your, for your muscles. Your muscles are like elastic bands. And if you have a rubber band that you put in the freezer and you try to stretch it, <laughs> What happens? It's gonna it's gonna snap, right? It's gonna break. Your muscles need to be ha- be warmed up, but that means it gives you time to get blood flow mm-hmm. and movement and and some 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 stretching into that musculature. But it has to happen through some like nice, easy, smooth, dynamic movement. And that just means my big thing is if you're gonna be go for a run, okay, you're gonna use a lot of a lot of your leg musculature, glutes, hamstrings, calf. Use those muscles in, in, in big, gross movements before. So I kind of made you some jumpy jacks. Maybe open the hips up and kind of externally rotate the hips. Swing your legs against a wall. You could even just do a foam roll <clears throat> to kind of get the blood flow into that area. Yeah, so all those things are really important to kind of, basically, you don't want to stretch before you do the movement because, again, you're stretching cold muscles. But then, so, so warm those muscles up appropriately and the muscles you're going to be using. Do your activity. And then some nice, slow, long, drawn-out, stretching to kind of, I would say it's more, it's more training elastically to come back and re- and recover those muscles, those muscles that you just used. And by long and drawn out, I mean, five to 10 minutes is more than enough. Oh, for sure. And I think it actually serves a dual purpose for at least me. I'm not going to speak for everybody, but stretching at the end of my workout and taking a few moments after your workout to really calm and recenter yourself. You've just raised your stress and your cortisol levels in a healthy way for sure, but you don't want to jump right from that with elevated cortisol right into a heavy, you know, stressful time with your child, work day, whatever. You really want to calm yourself, bring your levels back down to normal before kind of moving on with your day. Yeah. But kind of going back to just how I structure my workouts, I usually do three to four, we'll call them strength workouts, whether it's a heavier weight, bar, Pilates, or body weight. And I do try to go for a walk almost every day. Uh, Two miles seems to be like my go-to right now with my daughter's um, happiness levels while in the (laughs) stroller. Um, But we also have a dog and, you know, he needs to get out most days. So that's a really also helpful uh, push to just make sure I'm getting out and getting my steps in. But if I have to personally choose between two movements, like if I don't have time for a walk and a workout, I almost always choose to get my steps in. I love being out in nature. I think there's a tremendous benefit to just getting even a walk in outside with your family. If that's all you can do, that is a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. And and I think even coming back to this, like we love all things physical health and, and wellness. And, and But there are some huge gaps. And I want to talk about this right now. Some gaps that our our modern healthcare system and our modern gym care systems have have I think uh, I don't say they've missed, 
but there's just gaps in, in the communication of what's important. Because some people say, okay, I need to work out every day, and it can become a huge um, idol in your life. And I want to bring in the spiritual aspect of this, because again, we talked about this. We're looking at wellness and health through a holistic lens, but also through a Christian worldview. And so one of the things that I think is really easy to do is to idolize your image or idolize fitness or idolize those who are in the fitness world. Because let's be honest, uh, today's current culture likes to push an image of physique, of, of, of being real thin or being really, really, really lean and shredded, shredded right? And I mean, you got to understand some of these guys... I as 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 a as a fan of physique and 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 powerlifting. I follow a lot of people on social media who do those things. I tell you what, to look the way that some of those guys look to be able to see the 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 muscle striations that they have, it's not sustainable. They're, they're looking at single digit body fat content, which is not sustainable for a long period of time. You're putting yourself into a starvation type mode uh, where your body's literally begging for sustenance. And so, uh, again, we can talk about that later with when it comes to diet. But um, just know that there is a spiritual component to, 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 to even physical movement. Your body has to have this balance. And, and if you prioritize one thing over I the other. I wanted to joke with Andrew and call this episode Moving Your Temple because <laughs> he thought that was lame. But it, I think it's true though, right? You it, need to honor what God has given you. True. And to be able to serve him effectively, you need to be healthy and ready for whatever he's called you to. If he's calling you to do a mission trip to the mountains of Nepal, are you going to be able to hike those mountains? Yeah. I mean, I just, I want to be ready for whatever the Lord calls upon me. And that's my, one of my main motivating factors for fitness, as well as being healthy for my family. Yeah, that's a good point too. Again, and if there's things that you're specifically trying to train for, be intentional, be mindful, I, I'm, be realistic, right? Mm-hmm. If you're like, hey, I want to be a physique comp- competitor, but you're 400 pounds overweight. Okay, you, you might you might be a few years before you get to that point, but set goals. If you're like, hey, I want to I want to go and go to Colorado and hike, hike a couple of 14ers. Okay, cool. But like, uh, be mindful uh, what that's going to take. You know, physiologically, car- cardiovascularly. You know, uh, do you have the capacity for that? Um, I think it's really important to to know where you're at, to know what your goal is, know where you're going. If you're like, hey, I just want to get healthier. That's fantastic. Sustainable health, sustainable wellness is a great goal we should all have. And I think movement and, the, and just the, 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 the bare bones of movement, what it is, is just move your body well, move it often, and move it, move it right. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kay Seppo. If you have any questions or topic ideas, you can reach out to the Daily Well Podcast on our website, myhopefm.net. Just click podcast. Well, we actually have no idea what our next podcast will be on. So we are excited to get some questions from you guys, which you can send our way by. You can go to the website, myhopefm.net. There's a a tab for podcasts. You can click on that and go to uh, The Daily Well. We really want to hear from you. We want this to be a very uh, organically grown podcast where we we just chat. And we want to hit on things that you guys are interested in hearing about. Absolutely. And a lot of these conversations are things that we've had, we have every night when we go to bed. We just chat about what we think. And the thing I love about my wife and I is that we're, again, as you heard from our introductory podcast, podcast we come from things from very different points of view my wife is much more the analytical like she's been a a robot of of like nutrition (laughs) i'm driven (laughs) she's been that way since she was like 12 and i kind of stumbled in my way into it and married my way into this and give her kind of more a more like 
lazy man's version, but I also love strength and I love, I love, um, movement. I love athletics in that sense. And so we both have a passion to see people move well, and we hope that you have a passion for that as well. And we'll be back next week with whatever it is you guys want us to talk a little bit more about. With that being said, we, we just really want you guys to have a say in what's going on. And we can't wait to chat with you more about what it is that you guys want to know about wellness. Again, we think that God created us to live well daily. We want to make sure you have sustainable opportunities to, to live well on a daily basis. Hence, again, the name Daily Well. We love you guys, and we pray that we get a chance to share with you in the future. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. We pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can at myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.